0: Storytelling is marketing's oxygen. Your brand cannot survive without it. Hi, my name is Nyquia and I'm the founder of The Marketing Profit, a global digital marketing agency. I have mastered the art of storytelling and marketing strategy from the greatest storyteller of all time, yes girl you got that right i'm talking about jesus christ the scriptures stories and strategies podcast is here to help faith-based content creators create a universal community within their online business that sparks engagement prompts actions and generates income using lessons from the only business book you really need your bible let's begin Hello faith Field friend. So before I actually get into this episode, this is actually a live episode um, I did on Instagram live over on my Instagram at The Marketing Prophet with Brittany and you can find all her information in the show notes or the description of this podcast but we are going to talk about being a godly influence in today's society, the struggles that come with being a godly influence and how to become more of a godly influence especially if if you are a Christian influencer or a Christian entrepreneur, wanting to be bold in faith. And I want to read something real quick to you guys. It's actually a part of my de- devotion from Charles Stanley. And then I'll go ahead and I'll play the episode of me and Brittany. So you don't have to be prominent in the world's eyes to be an influential person. Through your example and your testimony, you can actually help others understand who Jesus Christ is and what it looks like to live for him. And scripture includes many examples of righteous men and women who were influential in their generation, right? So one of them I want to talk about is Daniel. And Daniel was a godly influence, not only to his friends, but also on kings. If you have not read the book of Daniel, it's such a good story. Definitely take time, read that story. Excuse me, it's really good um even as is, uh, even as youth, uh, he was committed to obeying God's law. so consequently, when Daniel was offered food from the Babylonian king's table, he requested vegetarian meals instead to comply with Jewish dietary restrictions. Um so his commitment to the Lord outweighed any fear or any reprisal for rejection the loyal provi- from loyal provisions, and God protected Daniel by giving him favor with his overseer. So although most of us won't have an opportunity to influence global leaders, our example can impact a workplace, okay? It can impact a neighborhood. It can impact a home of future generations. So as was true of Daniel, a godly example is rooted in obedience to scripture because it's the source of wisdom, honestly, at the end of the day. And in a world that is tossed up um, about by upheaval, fear, uncertainty our confidence in the lord stands out and it does influence those around us so i hope you enjoy this episode uh with me and Brittany, and she's going to talk to you all about being a godly influence and joy faithful friend welcome back to another faith-fueled episode if you're new here hey my name is nyquia and if you skip past that introduction you probably have no clue who i am i am the founder of the marketing prophet which is a global digital marketing agency a business educational platform and faith-based global community for freedom feeding entrepreneurs and faith-based entrepreneurs who love to mix business with adventure. And if that sounds like a community you see yourself a part of, then you will love this podcast because scripture, stories, and strategy is all about mixing faith with business. So the topic today is about being a godly influence in today's society. And of course, I want to share a Bible verse. Um, that resonates with what we're going to talk about today. And before I introduce, um, my girl Brittany on, so, uh, the topic today, uh, being a golly influence, I want to bring up Matthew chapter five, verses 13 through 16, and I'll read it to you. It says, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has become tasteless, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket. But on the lampstand, it gives light to who all it gives light to all who are in the house. That's so powerful. I love it. That's one of my favorite um uh, scriptures, by the way. So today we have a special guest who I'm going to introduce to you, um, talking about being a godly influence. But first, what is influence? So influence is the ability to have an effect on the character, behavior, and development development of another person. So whether you know it or not, we all have influence, no matter how small or big you think you are. Um, A godly influence is one who moves others into God's agenda. So before we can influence others towards godliness, we ourselves must be under God's influence. So seeking God's direction, obeying his impulses, and being what we're supposed to do so God can use us for our purpose. Um, so if you are moving toward God, someone is probably following you. So we are his representatives. I'm convinced that the amount of influence we have with others is directly proportionate to our availability to them. And although most of us won't have an opportunity to influence like global world leaders, um, we can impact like our workplace, our neighborhood, our home, our friends, our future um, generations. So our confidence in the Lord stands out and influences those around us. Now, it is it's not as easy as it seems sometimes okay so I feel as Christian women we get um, most the backlash on how we're supposed to look or how we're supposed to dress Um, and uh, let me actually add Brittany on here because I'm about to introduce her um, how we're supposed to dress so today I want to bring on my girl Brittany she is a believer an army wife a new mom to her beautiful little baby girl named Sage she is adorable (laughs) Um, she's an influencer and a brand and web designer she's passionate about empowering bold and resilient women to go from surviving to thriving through purpose-driven branding strategy and web designs that equip them to go out and get it so we can all continue the domino effect of creating profound impact in the world today. Woo, see, if I would have just said that all right there, I would have missed some words. So that's why I had to read it down and um, talk, it, talk it out. So <laughs> sorry for me not looking at the screen for a few minutes. But anyways, hey, Brittany, how are hey. you? Just so you guys know, Brittany is in Japan right now. So it's like 11 o'clock at night. Her time is way past yeah. my bedtime for you.
1: <laughs> but So I
0: thank you for being on this podcast. Uh, of course, thank you for evening. having me you're welcome girl so i went ahead and i gave you that introduction but go ahead and introduce your own self tell us who you are and what you do
1: um i don't know if i can outdo what you just said but um <laughs> <laughs> oh crap i just realized i don't have my wedding ring on i take it off when i'm <laughs> in the house because it's big and i don't want sage to like play with her or choke on it but anyways <laughs> yeah so i'm Brittany. i am an army wife um like a pretty much a newlywed I actually moved here I met my husband here um I'm one of those crazy people who (laughs) I can't I still can't believe when I think back on it but I quit my job and I just got on a one-way flight and I moved to Japan um and honestly that was a that was God we'll we'll probably get more to that more into that later but um yes so I am an entrepreneur and a stay-at-home mom so in between nap times or when sage is eating i'm on my computer doing my work and i do like you said i do brand and web design for mainly female female-owned service-based entrepreneurs um however you know i've i've worked with so many different types of people but um and a lot of photographers i tend to work with um so photography is one of my passions um if you go on like my followers probably know that um so yeah so i'm brand and web designer and then my personal page grew into some sort of like, micro influencer type thing. Um, I used to hate the term influencer. But honestly, like in the past few months, I've been learning to own it. And so I like that you kind of made this whole focus being a godly influence, because I think we're always going to be influenced by people. So it's important to know like, to influence for good, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm all about like, just empowering women and helping them get to their, you know, reach their potential and live out their God-given purpose in, in whichever way I can, like my personal life. Um, and in my career field and using the gifts and talents that God has, you know, blessed me with to help multiply, you know?
0: Oh, amazing. I love that. Now I find it very interesting that you said, uh, um, uh, a few minutes ago that the word influencer used, used to hate that word. So let's it. It. get in and dive right in. So tell us why you, uh, why you at first hated the word influence, influencer, influencer. So what about that word just had a negative connotation to it?
1: I think there's a lot of buzzwords that go around in our day and age that lose their, um, their value and their meaning because they're oversaturated. Um, and people just kind of give them a bad name um and i don't want to throw shade at anyone it's really it's not like that it's just that i think we all know there's certain like influencers that aren't very they don't influence substance you know it's it's very much product based and and very ingenuine and i never like i just i can't be that way and like if i ever am it doesn't sit right with me so I never wanted to be like categorized under that umbrella, um, and so, yeah. And then I'll, honestly, a lot of it comes comes from like guilt of just people in my personal life mm-hmm. thinking it's kind of like weird and things like that. So it's it's okay. hard to own own that, being kind of in the public's eye, so to speak. Which compared to so many people, I don't have that much of a like platform, but still, ten thousand followers is it's a lot of people. Um, so yeah that's definitely why i oh it just made me cringe for a while you know
0: well it's uh, it's funny that you said that um uh, how you said a lot of people look at ten thousand and think it's not a lot of people and what I like yeah. to tell people is that if you were on a stage and you had ten thousand people looking at you, that's a lot of people. If you were on a stage and had two hundred people looking at you, that's a lot of people yeah. so the fact that you have this following doesn't matter if it's two hundred or ten thousand. You're still your your platform is a stage. You're on the stage mm-hmm. and you're providing information to the people watching. And so Absolutely. that's what I like to um, say when when I hear people come to me and say, "Oh, you know, uh, my following is too small." And it's like, "Well, turn your following into, into an audience. If it was three hundred people staring at you right now, would like how would that, how does that feel to you? Because that's basically mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. Um, and so now that you determine, like, okay, you took that word influencer and kind of ch- changed it around to work for you. Now how do you feel about the term influencer and then we'll get into being a godly influencer. So how do you look at the term influencer now?
1: Um honestly I have a very different perspective on it now. Um in so many in so many ways not just having like a mindset shift that was influenced ironically by other like godly influencers and like them owning the term as well um but just being someone like I think I've always dreamt of working with brands and like having a platform that I could actually monetize. So once I started doing it, I'm like, okay, like I wanted this and this is a lot more work than I thought. <laughs> oh yeah. And it's, people think that it's so easy that you just get free stuff sent to you and you oh, no. take beautiful pictures. To be honest, it's not for like the faint of heart. <laughs> when I say that, I mean like it's easy to lose the love for it because it's, it's a literal job. Like there's a lot that goes into it. Um, there's a lot of guidelines you have to follow a lot of revisions. There's just a lot that a lot of planning, a lot of time, um, sweat, blood, tears, all of it. (laughs) So, um, I just have a, a different appreciation for it now. Like I respect it a lot more and I respect other influences a lot more. Um, yeah, I think that answered your question, right? You said you wanted to get yeah, into the other no,
0: part. that was that was perfect. So basically, you're saying you took that word influencer and added added more uh added more. I guess you can say more emphasis to the word as far as a title. So you uh you added like a job title to the word influencer, and you recognize that not only it's not like a bad term, it's actually a job. And just mm-hmm. like a lawyer is a job title, a teacher is a job title, an influencer it's a job. So with that being said. In your own words what do you think is um if i were to actually what is a godly influence or what is a godly influencer how would you define that term
1: um i think it kind of all boils down to what sets like believers aside in the first place like just the fact that everything we do is stemmed from one main source and that is god whether that be the word you know the living breathing word or uh, the Holy Spirit or, you know, God himself, the father, like, uh, or Jesus Christ. So like just having that foundation sets us up with different values. Um, and so everything that I am promoting, essentially, it's all a strategy that comes back down to that source. You know, what I'm saying? It's not driven by my own desires. It's not driven by my desire to be rich do I want to own a house of course I never freaking lived in a house in my life so well once for like a year but <laughs> that don't count oh um, you know of course those things would be nice but at the end of the day I think like God is constantly constantly reminding me that not to focus on the numbers the vanity metrics um yes. the the dollars like and to really remember why I even started on this journey in the first place and that's because like I just always was naturally a leader and without even really trying like people would always come to me for advice and like I was always kind of guiding people and helping them in their lives so I think that that was like well now I know that God placed that on my life for a very profound reason and um, so you know I don't take that lightly and I always remind myself that yes 10,000 may not be a lot in the grand scheme of things but along the lines of what you said when I think about it like that's 10,000 people. There was only like 4,000 people in my, which is a bigger school, but in my uh, high school graduating class. And wow, I'm so like, look at that. it's a lot like yes, 10,000. And so I always try to remind myself of impact over income. That's like my whole motto. Mm-hmm. And if I can just change one life and like bring them to God or remind them that like God loves them and that, you know, they're worthy and that the, the, this world doesn't define who they are, then like, that's it like that my job is done, you know, so everything else after that is um, kind of just like a bonus. Mm -hmm. So remembering that uh, it takes a lot of the pressure off. And it helps me whenever I'm having like imposter syndrome or like along the lines of the the, um, podcast that you just posted um, to not like compare myself because like we all have specific, very unique purposes placed upon our lives. So Mm -hmm. um, it can be hard to not fall under that trap when you're kind of like when you're building a platform and you have like an audience and stuff, it's it's a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So just constantly going back to the word and prayer and stuff is so vital. And yeah, and I think that's what makes us different.
0: Awesome. I love that. Now I find in just in the Christian community in general, when it comes to being a Christian influencer or a a female um, entrepreneur, who is a Christian, sometimes there's so much backlash in that community as far as what we're supposed to look like, what we're supposed to say, what we're not supposed to say, what we're supposed to wear and all that type of things. So being a godly influence in your eyes, have you ever found it hard to be bold in your faith without maybe either hurting somebody's feelings or maybe somebody might not want to work with you because, oh, she's a Christian. I don't want to work with her. Like she might be too, I don't know, high sedity or something. So when it (laughs) comes to being like a godly influence, um, share your story on being bold in faith and have you come across any obstacles that that most Christian women do come across, especially in business?
1: Every single day. Okay. Every (laughs) single day. Oh my gosh. I think that every every Christian entrepreneur who who works with people or who has some sort of influence, so to speak, um, I think, or even not, like even if you don't have a social media presence, like just living in this world (laughs) and not like being of this world is so hard. Oh man. Because we have to have a certain level of discipline to know and like um, discernment and, just what's what's the right term to use for this um i guess the sermon is the best way to say to know when to speak how to speak and what to say because you can see someone especially when you're like prophetic like you can see certain things and you just want to be like shake them up and be like just listen to me i know what you need to do but like that doesn't work and people it's not digested easily and that's just our own humanly like flesh wanting to do that so we have to like stop ourselves and really kind of take it to god and prayer and like move on what he says and it's hard it's very hard because literally not a day goes by where i don't question like what should i post in my caption or like Mm -hmm. how how Christian do I want to be today? Yeah. How, much, how much? How preachy do I want to be? Um, do I want to ruffle some feathers? Do I want to plant some seeds? Like, like you know, how bold am I feeling today? Some and some days, like most days, I don't, I don't have it in me to do it. Um, especially I think now that I'm kind of a little bit further, like my daughter's getting older, and I'm not dealing with so much par- postpartum like depression and anxiety and all that hormonal stuff. I'm a little bit more level headed, and I can. My skin is a little little thicker, but, like, if I'm a little off one day, like, I have a way smaller tolerance mm-hmm. um, on the backlash because people are mean. Yes. And, like, <laughs> I never met someone more mean than someone that doesn't, like, believe in God or isn't Christian. Mm-hmm. And, like, they'll swear that we're so, like, judgmental and mm-hmm. just, like, these horrible people. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, like, it really, really hurts because, like, I don't play about my God, okay? Exactly. So, like, exactly. It's such a personal thing to me, so... Even, like, I could see someone, like, I'll just be scrolling my Instagram and seeing someone, like, not even directing something at me, but I take it personal because yeah. maybe they're commenting about another Christian influencer or just speaking on the whole faith or God or something like that. And, like, it hurts really bad, and it makes yeah. me, like, kind of re-question my strategy and, like, sometimes, like, what, like, am I really getting through to people on here? Like, it's 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 honestly really hard, and it definitely – um. But that's the enemy. That's the enemy trying to get yeah, in yeah. our heads. Um, by the way, this is my little squishy toy. I oh, know yeah. <laughs> people are probably thinking what's my little thing. So it smells good, and I'm a little nervous. It's my first time going live, so oh, girl, it keeps me a little calm. Girl, this is
0: my second time going live. You're you're doing
1: good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, it's it's very hard. I've definitely dealt with indirect backlash. Um, okay. For some reason, people don't um ever really say anything directly to me which i really wish they would because i would be so open to have a conversation like a real deep raw conversation like with them but people don't they just throw subs all the time and yeah um it just yeah it's it's a slippery slope and it's hard to navigate around but when it comes down to it i just i just go to prayer honestly and um, I kind of have to take a break, like literally separate myself from technology, especially social media and spend time with the Lord and help uh, myself remind, like remind myself of, you know, my identity and him and my purpose and all that. So I can kind of just stay on track. And then in those moments when I am reassured, I'm like, you know what, like, even if I am going to hurt some feelings, it's for the best for their yes. like betterment anyway. So right. it's not like I'm. Saying anything like derogatory or hateful um, it's just it's the truth, and the truth hurts yeah the truth hurts <laughs> I mean I, I honestly
0: even want to piggyback off what you said earlier about how sometimes the meanest people are the people who you know don't believe in God or don't believe in Jesus with the Son and all that stuff. but what I also want to add to that too is that sometimes I find people actually in the Christian community who are even more harsh, and I remember it was about a couple of months ago, oh it was during Halloween. Mm -hmm. and um i love scary movies i am a scary movie girl that is my favorite genre of movies and i posted Mm -hmm. a picture of uh, me watching one of my favorite movies and i I forgot what it was but there's so many scary movies i like and one girl who i know is a christian commented on that post Mm -hmm. and was like you need to be careful about what you're watching and what you're letting into your life and i'm like I had to think about what she said. I'm like, is she really coming at me because I'm watching a scary movie? Like, does she think like I'm gonna like start praising the devil or something because I'm watching a scary movie? (laughs) So I I wrote her back. You know, I wasn't rude or anything. I was like, you know, thank you for your um, you know, thank you for your comment back. And in the day, um, the only thing that matters to me is my relationship with Jesus Christ, and um, I'm strong enough in my faith to not let any scary movie turn me away from god i think that's what i said and then yeah. i think she kind of, it was literally going back in the comments like you can probably scroll down and even find that post still it's, it's my halloween post and then um she was like um yeah but just be careful because you don't want to invite evil spirits into your life and i'm, and I'm thinking to myself honey I am a woman. I am not scared of no evil spirits. Okay. Like, (laughs) yes, I believe uh, there are evil spirits, but I'm so, I'm strong. I'm so strong in my faith in God. And I feel like he's covering me and he's protecting me that no evil spirits can even touch me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm not going to let that stop me from watching scary movies like that. That makes no sense. And And then it's all back down to being hypocritical because you're judging me. And the only person that has the power to judge is Jesus Christ. So at the end of the day, it's like, it's like there's so much hypo- like uh, uh hypocrisy that's going on in the christian community as well and sometimes they make it hard for other christian Absolutely. women to uh, uh to come out and make a stand and i guess for me i'm, I'm very bold in my faith I, I really don't care what other people practice and i don't care if you are mm-hmm. a christian as well i'm just going to practice what i believe is the truth and i'm going to share my truth and you'll either follow me or not um so I've never been uh, I've never been one to shy away from what I believe in, and if anything, my boldness and faith brings more people to want to share their boldness and faith because they're still like, wow, this mm-hmm. girl, she, you know, she she's not that typical like I guess you could say like Christian girl like yeah. she I don't know she curses she wears like tube tops I don't know like and like, she's, like <laughs> talking about Jesus and talking about God and sharing biblical scriptures and stuff like that so I want to be that example to. Uh, to female entrepreneurs who feel like it's hard to get it's hard to infuse their faith with business because it's very simple, but I can understand how being a godly influence can have so much backlash. So um, with that being said, I want to ask you if you can pick three characteristics of how of how to become a godly influence or three tips on how to use your influence to bring more people to the word or bring more people to at least know Jesus or read the Bible, what would be your top three tips?
1: Um, Okay, so I'm a very analytical person. So first I'm gonna go with like the foundation. This is like me being a branding designer and brand strategist. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So at the base of it all, like the main three things to keep you grounded and making sure that you are, you know, just staying in alignment um, is, Praying often, you know, staying in the word and fasting often, like whenever Holy Spirit guides you to, or whenever you feel like you need clarity on something or to get closer to God or to hear his voice a little bit more, that's just like vital for any believer. Um, and then specifically speaking on like someone who has a social media um, platform, uh, I would say the best way that like you can incorporate that is... Mm-hmm. sharing your testimony um you know yes and it doesn't have to be your whole entire life-changing testimony when you came to christ um which obviously you can and that would absolutely be amazing but you don't have to just like your day-to-day testimonies like how are you seeing god work in your lives taking people along that journey with you Mm -hmm. literally because if you don't speak on it people are i mean people may see it Mm -hmm. but i feel like only people that are looking with a certain like um lens will see it you know sometimes people have to be clearly spoken to 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 understand what it is that is going on you know so um i think that's the most powerful way and just uh being um like i said before like no things in to too preachy or like mm-hmm. using too many uh crazy words i think someone once said like that the most um don't quote me exactly word for word on this, but it's something along the lines of like the person who knows the most about something could explain it to a child. So it's the same thing, like, That's and true. not saying that people that don't that like our followers are children, but like it's the same con. Someone doesn't read the Bible and you're over here talking to all freaking Leviticus, Habakkuk, and all these yeah. <laughs> ancient Hebrew words. They're gonna be like what, and they're just gonna keep scrolling because I know that was me, and like before I I became. Before I was saved, like I used to like anything about the Bible, I would just come. Uh, uh, uh. I don't want to hear this. Keep scrolling. So you have to like talk to people, like put yourself in your in your the shoes of like who you were before Christ, if you came to Christ later in your life, um, or just if you haven't, like kind of just put yourself in other people's shoes and just just don't be too churchy in a place that's not the church per se. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah those are my tips
0: (laughs) so what would you say so because everybody starts from somewhere i'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. when you first started off your um your uh your instagram profile um your account before you became even an influencer i'm sure that you didn't start off being bold in your faith so with that being said where you started at before and where you're at now being bold in your faith and letting people know like i think even, even in your profile you know you let people know that you know you love jesus and all that kind of stuff How, um, what did it take from you to get from point A to point B? What turning point or what, what person, Mm -hmm. what activity, what happened in your life for you to be like, you know what? I'm like, I'm not afraid to say, you know, I'm a Christian woman and I'm going to start infusing that into my business. If you want to work with me, that's cool. If not, uh, Hey, that's fine. All
1: right. This is some smoking hot tea. So (laughs) (laughs) woof. Okay. So before I came to Christ really I was always I've always been very bold like in what I believe in like since I was a baby like you guys like I would like argue to the end about what I believe in right however the things that I believed in were very different so I don't know if you're familiar but I'm sure you probably are like I was very into New Age beliefs. Um Ooh,
0: that's actually a topic that I actually want to do a podcast on because I was the same way a couple of years ago. I like I always believed in God, of course, but I dipped into New Age not knowing I was, and then same. it took Jesus to bring me back. But that's a whole other story, girl. But yes, go yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay.
1: So, I was very into New Age beliefs, and girl, I was very bold in that faith, like mm-hmm. way more than I am now. Like I didn't second guess myself as much as I do now, and I'll get to that in a second. But you know, I was heavily, heavily into astrology and natal yes, charts too. and chakras and meditation yes. and opening up my third eye and saging my house and, like, all of that stuff and well, we have
0: to do another podcast episode on this for real because yes. i really want to talk about this subject but go yes. ahead sorry yeah i
1: won't get too too into it then i'll save the real juicy
0: stuff <laughs> you yeah, don't don't share all the these because i okay. if, i didn't i was trying to find another christian um female entrepreneur who actually did dabble in new age and then came back to christ i want to yeah. do that as a podcast episode so i'm, I'm going to reach back out to you again girl, okay you
1: cool. i'm down but that's, a, that's like that's a huge part of my testimony um so yeah uh, essentially i was really into new age stuff and i had a fashion blog at the time and then I went through a really bad relationship and breakup and I think that was kind of a one big wake-up call for me where I was like you know what I really need to shift gears on what I'm promoting and like so I was like okay I don't I was never one to just promote fashion which is probably why my my blog didn't grow too much because I wasn't (laughs) niching down enough but I would always like talk about lifestyle stuff and like my beliefs and my values and stuff on my blog. And then um, that relationship was so toxic. And it put me in such a bad headspace. I was like, so depressed. I was suicidal at points. And literally, like, when I tell you God saved my life, like he saved my life legitimately. And I was like, it's just when he does like miraculous things in your life, you can't help but like, be like, Oh, my God, like, if there's anything else I do in this life, like it's going to be to show people why I'm even still here and help them because I know other people are going through similar things or maybe at some point they will. Um, and so it really just came down to that. Like nothing else mattered to me, kind of just put things into perspective. So then I shifted my fashion blog into more of a lifestyle blog. And then, um, and, and after I got out of that relationship, God was just really like really trying to reach out to me. And, um, and I would say that's kind of when, I mean, my whole testimony kind of back and forth, like I, I was baptized and I did come to Christ prior to that a few years before then, um, in college, but then I kind of went away and I was really into the new age stuff. And then he just really pulled me back in like, and this was 20, like end of 2017. And then in 2018 of March, 2018, I moved here and that's when like, I, my, my whole life just like changed Um, because literally the only way I like survived was through God. Like there's no other way to explain it. It was, it was honestly, it was crazy. Um, so once I was here alone and I was spending nothing but time with God and he was just really speaking to me and it just became clear to me that like my purpose was way more than just talking about my lifestyle or talking about you know, all these beliefs or whatever that I had before. And, um, and, you know, all those stuff, like, I don't have to completely say goodbye to them now. They just have a different meaning, you know? Yes. Um. So that's kind of where that, that transition happened. And then as time went on in the past three years, it just got stronger and stronger and stronger. Just the, oh my gosh, the things that he would do for me would just be honestly mind blowing that people who, who don't believe or never heard these type of stories would, would probably think I'm like literally psycho and want to commit me <laughs> to the freaking uh, psych ward or something like it's real, <laughs> it's real crazy stuff that I've experienced and seen and felt. Um, but yeah, so just knowing how real he is and um, how amazing he is and um, yeah, what he's done for me really just made me want to do that for other people. And there was another point I wanted to make. What was it? Um, I don't remember. It'll come back to me. (laughs) Oh no. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's what I was going to say. So it's funny because back then I was way more bold. Like I had a lot less second, second guessing of myself than I do now, because all those things are so much more acceptable in this day and age. New age stuff is just like taking over and it's actually really scary, but um people don't want to hear about god these days you know what i'm saying like it's so it's it's hard to speak on something that and then like you said there's like christians who 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 aren't living like true christians that put such a bad taste in people's mouth and then yep. and then we're being judged and then it's like we have to like make up for that and like do all this extra work it's it's a lot but um just constantly being reminded of like the end result and like i always think about it like if at the end of the day, I know the outcome after all this stuff, like it's it said, it's, it is written, you know? So, uh, when I second guess myself about like, you know, being bold in my faith and speaking up on things, I'm like, you know what? People could be mad, whatever people feel type of way. I'll handle the backlash, whatever comes, comes to me, comes to me. But, um, if this is going to help somebody and literally like save their lives, then that's it. And, and that's like, kind of what drives me to be bold. So.
0: I love that. I love that, Brittany. Thank you for sharing like your little mini testimony there. (laughs) And I think the word that really stuck out to me the most when you were sharing a little bit of your testimony is that you said that it basically had to take for you to be alone in order to hear God's voice. And that I -hmm. think in a lot of testimonies I hear, I always hear that word alone because at the end of the day, um, I think that's when we can hear God clearly. And I mean, it can be, it can be a good thing and a bad thing because when we're alone, you know our mind is a battlefield um you know the devil's fighting for our mind and god is fighting for our mind uh, the devil's literally playground is our mind so when we are alone it is the most scariest thing but it also can be the uh a very good time to really listen in and hone on hone in to god speaking to you and i think mm-hmm. everybody who has that type of testimony so especially going from like um uh, being like a christian the new age and going back to like uh christian and all that stuff there there's always that point of being alone and uh, i think that is really the key part So uh, thank you so much, Brittany, for sharing your testimony, girl. Thank you so much for coming on this podcast. But before we go, go ahead and shout yourself out. You know, what do you have coming up? What do you do? What are you working on? What services do you offer? Let everyone know.
1: So I have some exciting things coming up. As you know, Um, I am currently rebranding. So I do have my business page tagged in my personal Instagram um, the name will be changing soon. I'm still deciding on a name, but that's coming very soon. Um, and I offer a brand and web design for people who just want to make an impact and who value impact over income, um, uh, preferably, or I want to say preferably, but mainly for service-based entrepreneurs. Um, and I also work with brands and I'm, I'm always open to collaborations here on my personal page and connecting with fellow believers or influencers or entrepreneurs or moms, um, yeah, so I have, um, my website will be relaunching soon. And Woo! yeah, I am still taking clients right now. So if anyone did want to book, I, that, my books are open. But yeah, so that's exciting. I can't wait. And I'm moving to Germany soon. So exactly.
0: <laughs> there's so that exciting. too. I know you said you were like afraid and you wanted to come back to the States and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, like you said, everything happens for a reason. And there's a reason why, you know, God wants to place your family in Germany and not back in the States. Otherwise you would have been back in the States. So you don't know it yet, but there's a reason why you're going to Germany. And then maybe years from now, you'd be like, wow, if I never would have went to Germany, this probably would never have happened in my life. So it's, you know, you may not know it now, but it's all a good reason because he's looking out for you. He's never going to put you or place you somewhere where um, it's going to be unbeneficial to you. He's always going to put you somewhere where it's going to be beneficial for your success and for your journey. So you never know who you're going to meet in Germany, what opportunities you're going to have in Germany, uh, what opportunities for your husband that's going to be in Germany, you never know. So... Amen. I'm excited for your journey. I'm excited for you to share it. You. you also have a YouTube channel. You didn't share oh, that, yeah. girl. I forgot about that. Yeah, she has a YouTube channel, guys. So uh, check out her YouTube channel. That's also linked in your bio too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So check out her YouTube channel. She just did an amazing YouTube video on, on uh, revamping your iOS, the theme update, um, and then personalizing your home screen. I did it myself, and it came out amazing. So yeah, yours looks you so have, good. Thank you, girl. It took me two hours, but it was worth it. Um, But Brittany Brittany definitely has a design and eye for branding, so I'm so excited for her to launch that website, and I'm excited for her to launch launch that Instagram page. And you can really just tell by her aesthetics on her personal page of how well her (laughs) branding is going to be. So definitely look into that. Definitely follow her for all you guys who are listening. And thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast, and I will catch you guys in the next podcast episode later. And thank you once again, Brittany, for joining. And everybody who came live thank you guys so much and then Brittany, i'm going to dm you bro, because i want i really want to do that episode from like the okay. wage and all that i was I'm, I'm glad i found somebody to talk to that about so other than Likewise. that bro, get some sleep because i know it's oh uh, yeah it's day. late it's, past, it's late girl i'm it's sorry way past my bedtime. You up. <laughs> thank right, you so well, much for nice having day. me bye talk to you soon thank you for coming on bye guys have a good day Do you feel that, that heat, that fuel? Girl, that's that faith fuel. And I pray you use the fuel and lessons learned today in this episode and apply them to your personal life and business journey. Feel free to screenshot this episode and share a business lesson you learned and will now be incorporating in your business. Don't forget to tag me, okay, at The Marketing Profit so I'm notified and we can talk more about how you're going to apply those lessons to your business strategy in the DMs. It would also mean so much to me to reach all the faith-based entrepreneurs who want to infuse God within their business journey. But in order to do that, I need your help to get the word out. I would love if you'd comment rate and subscribe to this podcast in order to help me reach those girls and share these biblical business strategies let them know what they're missing okay don't tell them i can turn water into wine but let them know i can turn scriptures and stories into applicable and action-packed business strategies thank you so much faith old friend and i will talk to you in my next episode have a blessed day